Are you wearing a bonnet, Amy Lee? You look adorable. No, a headband. Because I took, oh, you don't need to know why I'm wearing one. Just why would you do? Now I want to know. Now I want to well, know. Well, so Bo got COVID last week. And. It's all that Kid Rock he's been listening to. Yeah. So all that. Yep. So Jack the day before. So let me give you a little timeline. Monday, Sunday, they both were acting like weird, but not like, but they were always fucking sick. Like they had strep throat, the flu, like they're always sick. So like Jack's nose is never not runny. So I didn't think much of it. And then Sunday night, like I don't, I just had this like weird feeling. I was leaving New Mexico the next afternoon. So I made an appointment to take Jack to the doctor to get him tested. Turns out he had like a really like fucked up sinus and ear infection to the point where the guy was like his, it was about to rupture in his ear. It was so bad. So he's been on this like heavy, heavy, heavy antibiotic for 10 days. So he's like, but negative for COVID, just like a terrible infection, whatever. Sent him to, he was, but you wouldn't know. He never complained. Like that's what an animal he is. Like I had no idea. (laughs) So then I fly to New Mexico. I land, Cutter calls me and is like, hey, Bo just got off the bus and he has a 99 temperature and says his throat hurts and he has a headache. And I'm like, okay. And I, I think I've told you like every day I get emails from his school, like 37 positive cases today. And there's like, you know, 1500 kids in his school, but whatever. And he says he wears a mask, but I don't know. He's eight. If it's not mandated where we are, he's probably wearing it on the bus when he sees me and then taking it off. I don't know. I don't know. Because we also know he's a liar. He Big liar. Mm-hmm. Ferocious liar. Mm-hmm. Terrible. The worst. And so he makes him, he takes him Tuesday to get tested and it's he's positive. So I am now in New Mexico getting ready to work and I have to tell them that I was exposed. So they send me home. No, from work? mm -hmm, And I'm not allowed at work for 14 days because just in case when I come home, because they're like, you have to take care of your son, like go home and take care of your child. But just like better safe than sorry, we're going to push all your work from to like two weeks from now, just in case you get it and whatever, which I thought was actually very nice. Yeah. Hey, guys, today's podcast is brought to you by Mint Mobile. If saving more and spending less is one of your top goals for 2022, why are you still paying insane amounts of money every month for wireless? Hmm? Switching to Mint Mobile is the easiest way to save this year. And as the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you maximize your savings with plans starting at just $15 a month. That's right. And I love Mint Mobile because I get service pretty much all the places that I went and I'm just saving so much money by switching. And for people looking for extra savings this year, you can, like Kasim said, off get a premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. And by going online only and limiting traditional costs of retail, Mint Mobile passes significant savings on to you. That's right. Use your own phone number, by the way. I think this is something that yeah. uh, they undersell. Your here. own phone yes. and your own your phone own phone number. and your own phone number. Yeah, unlimited talk you. and text, high speed data delivered. For the people just... that don't want to go anywhere, you don't have to go anywhere. You don't got to go in the store. You tell them, Yami. All right, that's uh, right. To get your new wireless plan for just fifteen bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, you don't even have to go in. I mean, go to mintmobile.com/pajama. That's mintmobile.com/pajama. Cut your wireless bill to fifteen bucks a month at Mint. 
mobile.com slash pajamas. <laughs> so I came home and now I also had to get my MS medication this week, which is like a form of chemotherapy, which like zaps your immune system for a while. So like I'm getting my infusion and I'm being like, you can't get COVID right now. And I'm just, I'm at this point with like everyone with COVID where I'm like, I don't even know what to fucking believe anymore. Do you know what I mean? It's just all so much. It's all so overwhelming. So for the past week and a half, I have been double masked in my house, taking and my both my kids have to quarantine, keeping them separate, making Bo wear a mask when he's around Jack. It's just like, it's fucked. It's so, it's so hard. Jack, two days ago, I was texting with Rob about it, got like a really high temperature. And I was like, well, he definitely has it. I've done, and it made me more annoyed because I've been working so hard to try and like not get anybody sick. So I took him yesterday and today because he was actually supposed to go to the doctor tomorrow, but because of this Texas freeze, no one's allowed to leave their house tomorrow. So they tested him yesterday and today and he's negative. He just has some random virus that this antibiotic is not killing. Anyway, such a terrible opening to this podcast, but that's what's been going on with me. I'm so sorry. It's your life. Don't be sorry. It's fucking life. It's just like. Yeah, fucking. And I tore my groin by overstretching. Welcome to 40. I overstretched my groin and tore it. You overstretched it. It's so funny to me that like there's a deep freeze and no one's allowed to leave their house. Because Mother Nature's lockdown. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Whoa. Yeah. Dude, Target mm-hmm. and Whole Foods looked like the apocalypse was coming. Like the it's just 24 hours. Were, and it's f- they said possibly five, like prep for five. Five days? Mm-hmm. Wow. Because it's gonna be like 17 degrees, but today and tomorrow it's a hundred percent rain all day, all night. So with the <sighs> but shouldn't it snow? Dude, we're not doctors and we're not weathermen. Welcome to pajama pants, guys. We can give you financial advice, though. Cast them. We can tell you where to get your sheets, proper ways oh, to go yeah. poopy. How to, how to stiffen your boner, where to get your meals prepped. Not be crazy. Yeah. yeah. How to, get, how to, get how to talk, talk things out. Yeah. How to Theragun, your, massage yourself when you tor- tear your groin. Yeah. J- All right, Jamie. So you weren't yeah. here last week. So mm. um, um, you're, you're going to, uh, you I got something missed. for you. Here's what I want to do. I want to, we're going to make a bracket of okay. four different people. And what it is, is if you got a phone call that said, oh, let's say you had a show and it's okay. year three. And then they said, okay, now your character is going to be a lesbian or bisexual or whatever. Okay. We want to cast your girlfriend. Who are the four women mm. who you want us to audition to play your girlfriend? Okay. Now, what am I, and I'm going to have to have like a lot of sex scenes with this girl. Like, what's the deal? Well, th- th- this is all we know right now. She's your oh, girlfriend. Okay. Part two of this exercise, we have a little more information. <laughs> okay. So basically you're wanting me, me to pick like four women that like, okay. Okay. Uh, have, you ever, have, have you ever been one of those people who's like, oh, my girl crushes this. Like, do you have that no, thing that sometimes no, girls do? I'm not into women at all. Which I think other women better. are beautiful, but I'm like literally like not into women at all. Never kissed right. a girl. You treat them okay. like they have COVID. Pretty much. Double mm-hmm. mask. Yeah. 
See, I want to say some of my friends, but then it would be too awkward. Like Remember, I would say, you do have to eat their pussy. So, <laughs> yeah, just this is before you say, directing the show. Just I thought that was, I thought all names. we knew was I was needed a girlfriend. You just went. From this is zero a girlfriend that you have sexual in- intimacy. Okay, because I was going to say Emmanuel, but I can't because I'm too close with her. Oh, that's my number one pick. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, for me, uh, Olivia Wilde. Okay. Okay, so she's going to eat Olivia Wilde's okay. pussy. Write that down. Okay. Uh, just because I think she's like a great actress. She's cool. Like, I think mm-hmm. I need somebody that has like, that's not overly like feminine. Do you know what I mean? Kristen right. Stewart. Oh, okay. wow. Kristen Stewart's pussy is going to get eaten. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florence Pugh. I think she's like super cute. She's Ooh. great. She's great. She's going to have a terrific pussy for you. Right? <laughs> If, I don't know if 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 you're eating someone's puss, I don't think you want their last name to be Pew. You know I probably I mean? am saying it wrong. Am I saying it wrong? <laughs> Is that? <laughs> am I saying it wrong, Kassam? Uh, no, that's right. We, he, Rob we, wants her name last name to be like Fresh. Kassam, do like, you want me yeah. to say Olivia Munn? Do you want no. me to say no, Olivia? no, no, no? This I is, don't want you. you to, this is your girlfriend. Olivia in there. Can, can you look up uh, Pew Florence Pew? Yeah, I gotta see that. Yeah. She sounds like someone's grandma. She doesn't sound hot, no, but she's I know really, she's going to be hot. really cute. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett oh, Johansson. They girl. call her ScarJo in the biz. They call her ScarJo. This Scar is jo. Florence Pugh. Let me see. You seen this one? Where's what is she from? She's in the. Uh, she just seems like fun. Black Widow. Like I uh, need though. I need a woman that's gonna make me feel like comfortable and fun because it's gonna be very uncomfortable for me. She's got kind of a wide head. Do you know, like, if she got Great. it stuck between the banister, it would be like, we definitely need a soft. Uh, yeah, how'd she get it in there? Yeah. Well, they can always get it in. It's getting it out. That's the right. problem. Right. Okay, so, Yami, here's part two of the exercise. Okay. All four women audition. They're all incredible. You love them all. Then you look at the next script, and it goes, okay, you're going to have to make out with this girl. You get a little touchy-feely, but it's like, it's not crazy, but, you you know, you get a little, you have a sexual scene with her. So now they come back to you, and they say, Everybody was equally as as good. Who do you want? Because this is who do you really want to make you out? Have with? To so have chemistry. But, but here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna put. We're gonna do it in bracket form. So okay. the first so one is make, Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde against Kristen Stewart. Who do you want to make out with? Kristen Stewart. Okay. And then now you got Florence Pugh. Wait, hold on, hold on. We got to figure out why she picked Kristen. Stewart. You're absolutely right. Good hosting. Uh, tell me exactly what you're thought process was to well Kristen Stewart's a lesbian isn't she a okay. lesbian she is so she'd She's probably at least like by yes so she would know and help me make me comfortable you want a guided hand but do you really think that you would need a uh you know I think once you do one take and you finally get that awkwardness of kissing over then it's probably all all good right or you think you'd keep you'd need her to continuously guide you i think she, she just has like a, she has an element that like i don't know okay she would take charge she's a little bit of she's got more of a masculine energy right she'd be like why are you worried about this like chill out you know or maybe olivia wilde would be like you wet <laughs> <laughs> okay so are you now, wet? yeah are you wet yeah are you wet? <laughs> totally so uh now florence Pugh, scarlett johansson oof yeah, this is a hard one. It's yeah. a hard one because they both occupy the same sort of space and energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. Yeah, there's a winner in my head already. Like if you're gambling, they're both just minus one ten, 
Absolutely. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Okay. That's Scarlett the right, Johansson. That's the right now, one. this is tough. Many men have had this debate in their lives before. <laughs> well, do you want to go first? Why Scarlett Johansson over Florence Pugh, even though they're the same? I don't have a reason. I just pick her. Okay. So Great. now we got, and this is what I like about this. Mm-hmm. The fact that Scarlett Johansson and Florence Pugh are very similar. I feel like Scarlett Johansson, Kristen Stewart are not. I feel like this is a real, like, we're going to learn something about James. Yes. Here. Yes. You're right. We are going to learn something. Okay. So now what? Now what? It's now Scarlett now versus Kristen, Kristen, Stewart Kristen Stewart in the finals. Scarlett Johansson. They're both outside. The, the papers are shaking in their hand because they're like, oh, my God, who's Jamie Lynn going to pick to be her co-star on her new hit show? <laughs> And then, the, and then the, and then the casting director comes out and goes, Hey, one of her kids have COVID leave and come back in 14 days. The show is, it's called, I love pussy. <laughs> I love, it could have been called, I love pussy, but she's out of it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> building a website, building the e-commerce side to it, connecting your social posts to it and multiple accounts and contributors, getting traffic overview, content ownership. I mean, that sounds so overwhelming, but so it's all of, the, all of the elements that have to go in when you're building a website and an online presence to start a business. So Squarespace has got you covered, okay? Squarespace is everything to sell anything. It is it has tools that you can get your business off the ground, including e-commerce templates, inventory management, a simple checkout process, secure payments. You can also connect with your audience and generate revenue through gated membership-only content. You can do videos from YouTube, Vimeo. They can display posts from your social profiles. Again, giving you traffic overview, content ownership, all of the important things to start your online presence with your business. That's right, Jamie. From websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and to run your business. So head and go check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash pajama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Guys, here we go. Better help. And listen, one of the main things you got to know is people... You don't have to be at the end of your rope to need help. Mm. I just in the middle of your rope. Yeah, you could be in the middle of the beginning of your rope. At the beginning. Yeah. And listen, I just came back from um, uh, New York and I was fucking felt trapped inside for a while and it was freezing cold and I got COVID and this and I came back and I really had to do a lot of uh, a lot of grounding. I had to come. I had to get Mm -hmm. back. I had to chill out. I had to relax. I had to tell my brain, hey, everything's okay. Even Mm -hmm. though sometimes like I knew everything was okay, but my brain Mm -hmm. needed to know. And by the way, sometimes in life, you don't need even those crazy circumstances or situations. Life is just hard in general. It's hard to be a human being. And that's where BetterHelp can come in. It's a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to go to see anyone, even on camera if you don't want to. And it's also much more affordable, I think, than in-person therapy. I think that can be a lot of things that deter Mm -hmm. people. Um, They will match you with a therapist in under 48 hours if you don't feel like it's a fit. You can switch. You can mm-hmm. give it a try that's and see why. That's right. Two over two million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. Mm-hmm. That's right. Pajama fans, listeners, get ten percent off their first month at BetterHelp.com/pajama. That's Better H-E-L-P.com/pajama. Take care of yourself. Kristen Stewart. 
Kristen's all right, Amy. I never, if when, see, yeah. this is why you love this shit. This is why you love it. <laughs> yeah, because if you, you said, never know, we would have never pick, said, never would have been my number one pick. Kristen been Kristen right. No, no way. And I would have, wow. I would have said, you're fucking wrong. Yeah. You know nothing about this woman. <laughs> Look yeah. at us now. Uh, I think that's important because I think um, in couples, there's a sort of role each person takes. And Kristen Stewart occupies that male that she's got that masculine energy between her and Jamie and Jamie wants to be. I'm not so much of a take charge girl. And I think I feel like she possibly could help me with that. And you feel you're that way in the beginning of relationships, right? Because in your marriage, you, you take charge, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not timid in a relationship. You know, it's interesting. I actually was thinking, I was having a conversation with somebody recently about like who you are in the beginning of a relationship versus like who you like settle into. I think I'm pretty consistent. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, See, I, think- I, I really ha- can't like, sure. I'm on my best behavior ish, but like at the same time, I'm very, I'm always very honest. I, I'm like, I have a, I've always had a life but I'm, I'm very giving and I'm no, I'm not expecting anything in return. Like I'm so happy to like do things for people. Um, I don't know. I think I'm pretty consistent. I think I've become a different person after like the first kiss. Like once that tension (laughs) is gone, I'm instantly like, like uh, it's just, there's such a, because you don't like, I don't know. I, I have such a fear of like, kissing someone who doesn't want to kiss you know what i mean like like i'm like god i don't want to kiss this girl and she like doesn't want to kiss me and because that moment's awkward but also like i've just i've had a lot of friends who are girls who have talked about that and they're like oh this guy tried to kiss me and i'm like oh god i never want and like sometimes there's obvious yeah but rob you like have a pulse on things you know if a girl wants to kiss or not right yeah and that's why you know you go for like you know you do other things before that you know you grab a hand you do this and you see how they respond and it's all good but there's just oh my god it's the kiss been so is long way since harder. i've dated the kiss is way harder to gauge and there's more energy spent around the first kiss than even the first sexual encounter oh, and that's what i'm saying after yes, the first kiss absolutely I completely, right it's like the recliner absolutely opens, right you know yeah. and i'm just i'm there now after Nothing, that first kiss is done it's like we're on easy street you know, all we got to do is just make that appointment for the second, third date, and then we're fucking. But this first kiss, you can circle around that thing. You'd be in a holding pattern waiting for the runway to clear for a while if you don't read it right, because it affects everything that comes after it. Right. And you know what's funny is like it never goes bad, but still, it's just there's a thing where you're like, do you like kissing Jamie still? No. Do you like kissing your husband? She never. No. Liked it. And it's a thing with Cutter and I. He loves kissing and I don't. So do you do you not- see you have a masculine energy? I yeah. wonder if Kristen Stewart would be. I do. Well, I mean, I've never met a girl that didn't like kissing. Yeah. I just don't want to make out. You don't anymore. like making out? I loved making out. When Isn't we were that first foreplay dating. for women? The the make out because most guys just go straight, pull out their dick, shove it right in, and that's that's what, what I would rather. God, what a dream! Is that and is that because you? <laughs> Thank just, you. And you're is my that, dream girl? Okay, so is that because you just want to get it all over with? No, no. So, okay, just, you want like, nothing before him pulling his dick out and putting it in you, and then you just want it in you forever. No, I didn't say that either. I know. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to. Oh, it out. <laughs> I, no. I just. It's actually like a point of contention with Cutter and I about my like lack of like wanting to make out. Poor Cutter. You know Kiss what's so guy. weird? When we're in public, I'm more inclined to make out than when we're home. Is that societal pressure? It's not pressure. It's like there's something about being in public and like like showing my love 
for him that is attractive to me. It's very strange. When's the last time you made out in public? I'm not saying like fucking heavy petting, making out, but like I'll kiss him for like 20 seconds. Like, wow, that's he a doesn't long time. And he will not do it in public. Kiss time, that's a long he time. He does not like it in public. Really? Do you ever feel like this? Let me ask you this. Maybe this is out of line, but do you ever I feel the like wrong person? I, I am? I, <laughs> I should kiss my husband more so my kids see what what that's like. Or do you not care what they see? Um, my kids should know that kissing is a part of a healthy marriage. You know, I've thought about the fact that I they should probably see affection more. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, but maybe you show it in other ways. Like a couple of weeks ago, we were using like our record player and Cutter put on um, our wedding song. Like we have a, a record of our first dance song. Which is? And it's called Angel Eyes. Bye. Fuck. You're uh, so the dude, Jamie. <laughs> You're so, uh, this is the time where the girlfriend goes, you don't even remember who to hang out when he's home? Like, you know, and Jamie's like, I don't fucking know, dude. Jesus. Jamie, do you have she Valentine's smoked, Day plans? Smoking weed, sitting in the closet. like Angel Eyes song. Who no, makes the Valentine's I'm, Day plans? Him or you? These are... I make no plans. I don't buy presents. Jeff Healy band. That's who it was. Um, so we were da- so and then Cutter was like, come on, Jamie, let's dance. And like. We were being silly and Bo was like videoing us and I could see how happy it made the kids to see him and I be playful. I It's interesting because as hard as it's been to like quarantine again, I like have tried to make a pointed effort to like enjoy my kids. You know what I mean? Like you, you get, you go through these motions. You're like, and you got to get through the day. You get through breakfast, schoolwork, play, Lunch, the bed, bath, bedtime. Whew, they're done. Now we're done. Now we're done. We got through another day. And I just, after a couple of days of quarantine, I was like, I, first of all, that's like what we're doing all the time. But I just like, I, I don't, I can't do this again tomorrow. So I made a point the other day to like wake up and really enjoy them. Bo and I have really gotten into the board game. Sorry. Love. Remember, sorry. I said that last week. I said, I love sorry. And I, you did? It's a great game. Yeah. It's we such a good it game. I, I bought Don't Wink Daddy. I need that, by the way, though. I, I think yeah. my kids would love it. I wrote oh, you about that, didn't I? It's a fantastic game, <laughs> and you can have whatever you want in the fridge as long as you don't like Donna. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like your girlfriend right now. I, I know, feel like that's how she'd say it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, me when me and Cassidy used to come over every Sunday when we would leave, we would close the doors to the car and look at each other and go, and I just wish they were more playful with each other. You know, I bet you and Cutter. I bet. Yeah. yeah. So we're both also really happy to hear that you guys were dancing. So, you know, this about me that when I laugh, I lose like all control of my body. Like I, I crumble to the, when I laugh hysterically, <laughs> I literally crumble to the ground. So in the video, I laugh so hard that I crumble to the ground. That's good. Um, but yeah, anyway, like when I played happy. the vid- I played the game with Bo and I was just like, I like took a step back and like watched him and I'm like, he's such a funny kid. Like he's like this, his oddball little funny kid with this great personality, but he's sweet. He's like a sweet boy underneath it all. And then with Jack, like the next day too, during the day, I was like, you're, you're awesome. And so it's, it's actually been a little bit of a gift for me the past few days, as hard as it's been too, with my kids to like, they've been making their own YouTube shows. So like, I'll be the cameraman and they'll just play. 
And it's so fun to just like watch that. And like Jack will be like, hi guys, it's Jack. It's Your so kids, cute. you know, and I don't have a lot of experience with kids, but I always felt like your kids really were so interesting just as people. And I remember you like, you know, the thing with Bo is he's always paying attention, but he like wants to make it look like he's not. But yes. he's, he takes in everything and he's like always seeing and like looking at how people do things. And then like he's incorporating them into how he does the thing, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, mm-hmm. that's really like, I think an actor's, you know, he's definitely got that from He you. says y'all and yes, ma'am yeah. all day long now. And Jack is the opposite, right? Jack is on his own. Like Jack is, like, a, I do this, this way. The star of his own music video and everyone else is just like an extra in it. Do you know? You know what it kind of sounds like how Jamie's relationship is with her kids? It's like after you break up with somebody and then like two months later, somebody asks you about them and you're like, you know, like they're they're really good person. Yes. We had yeah. great yeah. times. We're just not right for one another. Just didn't get along. Yeah. Like, but, but they're a great good person. Yeah. And you mean it. You're like, oh, they're just they're so nice. And and we had great times. That's how she this, talks but... about Cutter. Yeah, right. <laughs> she will soon. <laughs> <laughs> OK, wait. All right. So if we're going to do this. We're going to reach out to Kristen Stewart. No, we're going to do your. Oh, we're back. Bracket to this right oh, no, we're not. oh you have guys. With, we are we're doing it with broads. No, we're doing. No, it with guys. that's it's not, not fair. I'm not doing it. I don't care what they pay me. I'm not kissing. But it's Scorsese, Rob. It's Scorsese. You got to do Marty. it. Sorry, Marty. Wait, so you're just going to let make her do have think right. about these gay things. All right. I'll tell you my four. Kasim G, Joe Perino, uh, Tom Segura. And uh, Uncle Joey Diaz. Wow. Okay. So okay, it's me bracket. And Joe. Yeah, yep. you and I'll Joe. play along with this fucking. Oh, uh, you can't. This, put, you didn't even. You didn't even think about this, but yeah, we're going to go you, through you it. You can't put you in. But yeah, okay, we'll do the brackets face. and then ask you why. No, I'm because not they're cat, we're categorized. Casim and Joe and Tom yeah. and Joey. So Casim and Joe first. Tom and Joey. <laughs> sounds like Tom and Jerry. It's very funny. And and like how she has to eat the pussy, you have to suck. The dick of the yes. person. This, this is, is the game you brought to the table. What you're? It was Jamie's punishment for not being here last week. I was here last week. Punishment. Why is it my punishment? You told me it was okay. I'm here every week. No, I, I, I was, I was like Jamie. I'm just kidding. Uh, I was just saying I need a little more time. When okay, you're no like, dick. I'm not. I'm, no yeah, dick. We've just got to. You've got to kiss. Like use your tongue. I'm not an guy. actor. She's an actress. She's on a show. <laughs> I'm not on a show. What about you? You got to play video games with four dudes. Okay. No, I'll tell you who I I would tell you who I would. Kasim, give me your four. I I would like to go. I would like for me and you to do out of this. Olivia Wilde and Kristen Stewart. I'll do do that too. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. We're doing it right now. I'll tell you right now who would win would be uh, ScarJo for me. Yeah, I think I would pick ScarJo Hanson too because I've met her and she's chill. She's like a New York, like just chill. Like she wasn't like. She seems so funny, fun. She was just she's cool. so funny when she's on SNL. She's so she's funny. So good. And I saw one of her na- nudes. Oh, I saw one of her nudes one time. Oh, what? Like a leaky, a leaked one? Yeah, it was a leak. I'm not proud of it, but you I saw pig. it. I saw it. Well, you're going to have to pick someone it else now very, because she said no. It was very nice. She won't. She won't be on. your. I show. like Florence Pugh. Look, Kristen Stewart, me and her would argue. Like we were. Just, Did you like my four? You're just so liked my four. Yeah, we're so we're two alphas. <laughs> yeah. What did you say? I feel like I feel like Kasim liked my list. You had a great, great. I think you liked it. Starting with Olivia Wilde was great. 
it was off the dome. You didn't take forever. They were right there. And they, I feel like they're very honest picks. And you, I think yeah. you chose your answer, I think was the right answer because it says a lot about how you would go about. I think we would be, experience. I think we would have interesting chemistry in a, in a project. Let's manifest this. You and uh, would you do? I would a, love to act alongside her. I think. Would you do? Oh, a, would, would you? <laughs> I would love to. Would act you go gay Kristen upside Stewart. Kristen Stewart's? I mean, closely? that's pretty. Yeah, you guys are sixty nineing. Would you do a gay stuff for a, a movie? How gay would you get? That's the question. Of course, I'm not doing gay. porn. No, but gay stuff. No. You kiss a girl. Like you have to put level? your hand in her panties. Say like that? Euphoria-ish. I've never seen. I don't watch it. I tried to watch like two episodes. Like this just isn't for me. We're like, Station kids. Eleven guys. We just can't oh, go from Station Eleven. I watched 11. it all. I watched it yeah. all. Yay! You me. made us proud. Way We're like two parents. Yeah. I was go, stuck yay. in New Mexico for two days, and what I did was watch Station Eleven. How, both days. You didn't. You didn't even reach out to me. I was okay, going to tell you on the pod. How, what? What do you? One to ten. First of all, let's just rate it one. Let's to 10. tease it. Coming up is Jamie's review of Station Eleven right after this. I drink athletic greens every morning. I have oh, a yeah. full 16 ounces of water and then I have my athletic greens and I feel so good. I have so much energy. And by the way, it tastes great. A lot of the times these green powders or these superfood powders, like you have to mix them in with something and kind of, you know, mask the taste. Nope. Eight ounces of cold water, shake it in my little bottle. I love it. It makes me feel good. I'm getting yeah. all my my essential vitamins and nutrients, probiotic, all of the good stuff for my body. I've been feeling great, truly, since I started it. Yeah, you got 75 different high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food, whole food sourced, superfoods, probiotics, like Jamie said, adaptogens. It's incredible. And what it really is great about is like, if you don't have the time, right? So you're like, I don't have the time to be healthy and eat all these vegetables and do all this stuff and this. You take one scoop out of the thing, yep. you put it in your water and you just, you feel good that you're You've doing got it something in. good for you. My brother actually hit me up this week. He's like, I'm just starting Athletic Greens. How was it? I told him, I'm like, I was using Athletic Greens before they became a sponsor. And those are my favorite sponsors where it's like, I yeah. love that they're part of this show. That's right. Get it done in the morning and get on with the rest of your day. Start it off right. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free, that's free, one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash pajama. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash pajama to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Can I just take this moment to talk to you guys about uh, your bed sheets? Please. Oh, I love are you, Yeah. Getting... Are you sleeping on cotton, guys? No. Guess what? You're not. I know you're not. No. If you're sleeping Man, on cotton, ooh, baby. guess what? Your, your sheets are dirty. Okay. Cotton is an incredibly wasteful. Waste, thirsty, so wasteful and damaging crop that uses dangerous pesticides and drains the earth's water supply. Sheesh, I wasn't ready for all this, but it does make sense. It's time to move on to something cleaner. You softer. didn't even know how good what you were doing was for the planet. No, I didn't. And I'm you were glad just sleeping I'm, like a baby. I'm glad I'm using my attitude sheets. Uh, yeah, it's time to those move on. Clean bamboo sheets, mm. you guys, they are softer than silk, sustainable as hemp, and use 500 times less water than cotton sheets. They are so soft and they're like 
temperature controlled. Like I don't get sweaty in them. They feel great. They feel very luxurious. Like my bed feels like a hotel bed. You know when you go to like a nice yes, hotel and a you're great, like, a hotel oh bed. yes, yeah. like this feels like that. But softer. Yeah, they're breathable, so moisture, soft. wicking, and hypoallergenic. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, and by the way, uh, even if you don't care about any of the other stuff we said, they're just aesthetically some of the best looking sheets you can buy. All the that colors too. that they have. Yeah, they're very good. So yeah, if you don't care about how they feel, how they look, which I don't understand how you couldn't, but if you don't, they just look great. And by the way, let's just say you're not sure. Well, you could try any attitude bedding with their 30 night sleep trial. And if you're not completely satisfied, return it for a full refund. And right now, you can get 20% off your order plus free shipping when you visit etitude.com slash pajama, spelled E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com slash pajama. This is Etitude's best offer, but don't wait because it's only limit only for a limited time. So order today for free shipping and 20% off your order at etitude.com slash pajama. And welcome back to the pod. Now, before we went to break, Jamie was about to give us a review of her Station Eleven experience. Jamie, how'd you okay. like the show? First off, I love that I had never felt like I had never seen any of these actors before ever. Like I recognized Lori Petty, but like mm-hmm. every face was fucking brand new. The mm-hmm. first episode, it was so good. But it was interesting because when the second one started, I was like, okay, that was just like the history and now we're here. And then it started doing the flashing back and I was like, oh, this is fucking dope. Mm -hmm. And the acting was amazing. The concept was eerie and daunting and terrifying and all too real. And it was really uncomfortable in a good way. Yeah. Could you um, let the people know what uh, Station Eleven is about? Briefly? So Station Eleven, um, basically, there's like this flu pandemic, but uh, happens, but it like basically wipes out what three quarters of the world's Nine, population yeah, in in a week. Ninety nine point nine percent in like a week, not even. So the few that survive, like. Some survive, like all flew into an airport and they closed the airport down. Some were just in an well, spoiler like, alert, right? Sorry, okay. So spoiler well, alert. Or let's you let's just let's people just edit- survive in different ways yeah, yeah. and they flat they cut back and forth, but there's there's a few main characters that throughout the story are woven together, they lose each other, they find each other. But like you're so you're still wondering like how the fuck did these are these people going to play into each other and it's so smart. Like I when I finished it I was thinking I'm like what would the, the whiteboard look like? Like what did the person start with? Was it with Miranda, right? That's her name. Yeah. Was it with her and her writing the book and then going all the arrows and things from there? Like who was the where did it start? I'm so fascinated to learn about it. But it, again it was Brilliantly acted, brilliantly written, shot so beautifully. Um, You know, it's like shows like that. Every time I watch a show like that, I'm like, that's what I fucking want to do. Like, it's just, it it means something. It moved me. It meant something to me. It stuck with me. I've thought about it multiple times since. But it really, you know, like, we got a taste of it, I think, with COVID. 
But it's like, what, who are you? What would you do? What do you do? Who do you, like, what do you become in the face of these things? And I just like things that make you think that way. Yeah, I think uh, normally when a show ends, I'm left with like, okay, this is what happened. Like, this is it. Where mm-hmm. this show ended, and I was left with like a feeling. And I was like, Still I want to go very more well in that feeling. Have it. Yeah, yeah, fully. And by the way, I keep telling people to watch it because I want to talk with them about it because I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I like that I'm back to this feeling. Like, yeah, I love the way that it made me feel. It was so fucking good. And you know, I, it was the first time ever where I watched a show and then I was like, Oh, I'm going to listen to a podcast about it. Like I, yeah. I started going into it and just like, you know, even the creators were saying like they made it. And then sometimes people will tell them what it meant to them. And they're like, Oh, we didn't even know we were doing right. that. That's like, the best part of the movie is that, or the series is that it, everyone kind of took a different thing from it. You know, I took a, a pretty upbeat, like this is considering how bad the situation was in the beginning. Like, Here's a story about you make a decision that can affect you for the rest of your life. Like you can still make good decisions and they have effects on people. Like you don't know how much of an effect things have on people. So spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert. Don't spoiler, listen if you're going to watch it. To the monsters, we are monsters. That's what it was all about to me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that and mm. how Tyler was just like, I don't want to go back to before. Like yeah. we don't, we have an opportunity to not be the fucked up world we were before. Like that, like that, that, like un, it, he seemed like a creepy fucked up guy that you were like, yes, kill that motherfucker. What's going on before you realize it was Tyler and like his intention and, and what was going on. But like, I get like, and he was gathering all the children to just be like, just, to preserve the goodness and to try and start over. And, and, but, but again, it's like, it's how I feel about what's going on now. Like, honestly, with like the Joe Rogan and the Spotify and all this stuff, I'm just like, I'm sorry if I offend anyone right now, but like, there's a big part of me that's like, can everyone just shut the fuck up for a minute? It's too much. I just, like, I just, I feel like it's really overwhelming. Nobody's hearing anyone. And I I can sit and listen to everyone and be like, everyone's right to a certain extent, obviously about some things, but I, I, it's like a lot of, it feels like a lot of people's convictions as of late are just, are coming not from a healthy place. And I just feel like if everybody just like took a minute and took a deep breath, we could have much better conversations as a world, I think, than we're having right now. At least that's maybe it's because of everything that's going on in my own world that I feel sensitive about this. But I just I'm just so sad to see just how quickly people the cancel culture, I just think is so bad. I just think you're not the the the, the unwillingness to have any conversation and just so willing to shut things down, I just think is is a really slippery slope. And here, and I feel like people want to shut down the people who are not on their team. So it's like, oh, these people want to shut down Joe Rogan because he's he's uh, he has said some misinformation, which he does a fucking three or four hour podcast multiple times a week. What are you insane? Like, of course he's gonna uh, spread uh, have some in- misinformation on the show. But then it's like to that same person, if you said, okay, well, here 
are clips of CNN from the last two years where they said things that were misinformation. Should we shut them down? Like, is that what you want? And of course they'd be like, no, I don't want that. So it's like, so what? So it's not the misinformation you're upset about. It's that this person might not be on your team. That's yeah. how I feel anyway, you know, where it's just, there's so much of like, if you're not on my team, you're the, the bad guy, you're this, where I'm like, what, like why I don't understand. It's hard for me to understand why people are so attached to these teams. Yeah. This I mean, honestly, like me Rob, well, even like with members of the opposite team. And that, and you, know you. What's, you know, what's interesting though, is that you say that is like, I remember when I was first started dating the last girl I was dating and we had a discussion about something. And then like two days later, she was talking to somebody and she's like, well, me and him see uh, we're on totally opposite ends of the spectrum of that. And I was like, what? We are? Yeah, I was like, no, we're not. Like you said seven things and there were one of them that right. I didn't totally agree with. So we're on opposite ends of the spectrum. It's like, that's what I feel like we've somehow been pushed into where it's like, if you, if, if you like, you could talk to somebody and they'd be like, I isolated, I did this. I stayed inside. I wore the mask. I worked from home. I did all this thing. And then they say like, there's one thing where they're like, I don't do this. It's like, Oh, you're not on, you're not on the team. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, you're not on my team. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm, I can't have. And then if you have any questions, it's like, Oh, what do you love? Donald Trump? What do you love? So people are like, Oh, I don't want to have questions at dinner because I might love Donald Trump. It's like, yeah, you know what it is, you know, and I just thought of this and this might be very obvious, but you know, before social media, there wasn't, you wouldn't just go up to somebody and be able to click on their thing and then like read a bio. Like we, we have a need now where we are publicly outward facing and we need people to understand us very quickly. Like people's Twitter bios are like dog mom, proud yeah. conservative, yeah. Uh, Bible, Trump, or it's like, uh, you know, science, uh, mask up, you know, and then we need people to see that right away so we can identify with that person uh, very quickly. Whereas back in the day, you go to work with these people and like I said, back when I worked at Best Buy 20 years ago, I don't know what member of what, like, I don't know who voted for who. I We barely ever talked about it. There was nuance. And we like, in large part, we all got along. Now, because of social media, we all have to have a bio and like a tag. And now- uh, People get fired because of, of pictures that they yeah. post. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not doing like defamatory things or like saying hateful you know, racist things or anything like the fact that you would, could get fired because of what you wore in a photo or anything provocative is crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, we're, so what you were media. saying is not obvious. I think it was a great thing. I never really thought about that, how it's like that. Yeah. You're, you're now it's like, we're like the Terminator now. It's like you meet somebody and you're like, hold yeah. on, I'm going to look at yeah. You're like, absolutely right. I noticed when I watch TV with cast, but that's them, people's like, brains now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like as, uh, when I watch TV with Cass, I'm like, when I watch TV, I'm like so wrapped up in the thing where Cass, I'm like, see something. And he's like, right to his phone. Like, I, like we were watching some like 90 day fiance clip. I wanted him to see. And like 30 seconds into it, he's like, oh, she lives in a uh, blah, blah. And like yeah. had all of her yeah. information where she, oh, she's single now. And she's this. And I was like, whoa, like that's, and that's what people need. Yeah. We're, we're, I'm, I'm a guilty of it. I'm an information junkie. Mm -hmm. And, um, Part of me feels like I have to absorb all the information out there. I have to stay current. But like the truth is we lived a whole life before social media that didn't matter. Like none of this mattered. Like yeah. not knowing 
Like I would never know like, oh, there's going to be a Supreme Court justice that's about to retire. And these are the options. And there's Joe Biden. And the, I mean, there's there's none of this stuff I was ever keyed into. And even when social media started, there was like a hand one out of 10 people had a Twitter account. So it was fine. But now everyone has a Twitter account. Everyone has a Facebook and everyone has to get their point across. And everyone has a platform. Yeah. And and a lot of people. No, this is my fault. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of people don't have uh, a way to like convey their opinion without like, you know, and so uh, they're given the same tools that we all are. And some people just go about telling you who they are in like a very different way. And they have feel like they have to cram their opinion. And then for the first time in a long time, they're faced with people that have differing opinions because generally people that live in the same area or people that are in a uh, small town or whatever, everyone kind of thinks the same. Everyone uh, eats the same thing, goes to the same place to eat. They vote for the same person. Now you go online and now you have somebody who thinks completely the opposite, votes for the different person, never eats at a buffet. Like you're face to face with this person Mm -hmm. and you've never been face to face. And we also don't know how to deal with confrontation in the, in the least, like this is all a thing overnight. So now we have other people that have different opinions than ours. And now we're face to face with these people online. So it's not just me having a very a singular conversation with somebody in a vacuum. No, everyone sees this conversation that yeah. I'm having with this person. So now I've got to like puff up and I've got to say the right thing, or I've got to like, make sure I decimate this person online. Like there's it's, it's, it's uh, all come about because of social media. Almost all of this is because of social media. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just know that we love you. But then also like, you know, we talk about people want to cancel Joe Rogan. It's like, People wanted to just cancel like Whoopi Goldberg, or right? Was it Whoopi Goldberg? Yeah. She, yeah. she said. I mean, she, said I, she said what? She, yeah, but listen, what she said was wrong. Of course, obviously. but that's what we are. We're people. We say shit that's right. And by the way, she came out right away and was like, and hey, she what I apologized. Said was wrong. It was fucked. I don't up. think it's- she should have been suspended from the show. And I, this is coming from somebody who's Jewish. Okay. Yeah. Who and it it was an ignorant comment that she made. Argument that she had. Um, I think she feel she felt very defensive about, you know, race issues and what, you know, and what that means. But the truth of the matter is, and, you know, I actually saw this post today from Deborah Messing that ex- explained it really beautifully. Like, she's like, I almost like want to, you know, I obviously w- forgive Whoopi and she's remorseful. But like Judaism and like being Jewish is almost like a confusing thing because, yeah, you could see like it's not race. You can actually convert into it and you're welcome into it. It, It's a culture. But there's people like me that are Jewish by blood, but I'm not religious. Like I'm you know, I don't I don't follow you know, I don't go to temple anymore. I don't follow the Jewish holidays. There's, there's a lot of ways to be Jewish. There are a lot of things that are Jewish. So it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's very gray, but that being said, people that were Jewish were targeted and persecuted Right. So what and, she said, just to sum it up, was that the Holocaust was not about race is what will be. It was not about race. It was right. it was not a racist act. It wasn't about race. But to the Nazi party, they they said the Jewish race. I mean, so I, I, I can understand why. But by the way, this was also like right after talking about the Holocaust Memorial, like Remembrance Day, I think it was. And that 
a good part of our younger generation has no idea what the Holocaust is. Now, I was taught about the taught about the Holocaust in school growing up. And like, they're not, people aren't like certain places aren't wanting to teach the kids about it anymore to the point where now people are trying to say it never happened. Yeah. And that goes and right into a new, it's something that happened this week as well, where there's a, a comic book called mouse, which, which is, is amazing, which is a, a, a comic book that essentially is about cats who are Nazis and mice who are Jew. It's a story to teach people about the atrocities of the Holocaust via this graphic novel. And it's been out for, I don't know, since the eighties. Oh yeah. Um, I was, I it, read it as a kid. Great. And and I love that you read it and it, and, but a, a school district in Tess, Tennessee voted to remove it from uh, their library or yeah. just to not have it in school. And then uh, which is kind of sad because they blamed it on like the fact that there was like a little bit of mouse nudity or something, you know, and there was like one of them used foul language in it, but it's, it's all like under the guise of like, well, we don't really want to like teach our kids about this thing because like, I don't understand why you wouldn't want to teach your kids about this stuff because if not, it'll eventually just happen again. And um, your kids aren't so precious. Like kids can handle a lot. You know, like I handled it fine. I was taught everything. I mean, it was terrible. It affected me. It it didn't make me scared of the world. It's part of growing up is to know that like not every adult, not every person out there is looking out for your best interests. And I think I think if you want to shield your your kids from something super that's historically accurate, but uncomfortable, then you're like doing your kid a disservice by not telling yeah. them what happened in the real world, you know? Yeah. And, and that's the thing when I like, you know, if somebody listened to this, they could be like, you're standing up for Whoopi Goldberg. No, I'm not. I'm standing up for people who fuck up, who say things like this person talks should be for able to, yeah, a minimum of five hours a week, minimum. I'm sure it's much more if you count like her podcast is. So she said something that was wrong. She admitted that it was wrong. She said she was sorry. She shouldn't have said it. And now we're like, well, now you're going to lose your job and you're going to do this where it's like, well, what, what's the lesson here? You like, what's that? You can't make a mis- like people. But that's what that was what I was getting heated about at the beginning of this conversation is like now people at ABC are feeling for the people. They have to show that they support them by suspending her like show. Like that to me, that's not a showing of support. Like, where is the conversation that's happening? It's just, it's shutting down. It's and and look, I don't even agree with Joe Rogan all the fucking time. I, I've enjoyed many of his podcasts, so many of his podcasts. I think he has really interesting conversations. I love his guests. I do by no means think that he should be canceled. I think COVID with everything, it's just it it blows my mind the conversations we're having because it's it's about science and it's it's a virus and it's like i i think that it's it, i think that the lines have gotten like really blurred about it and it's really unfortunate i think it started with you know the election and everything it's it's gotten crazy but i just think the i think it's everyone's quick reactions to the things that's that's unnerving to me right now do you know what i mean right yeah. and like the the lack of nuance and like Oh, hey, multiple things can be true. You could think this and think yes. this. Like, I know, like, has some jokes around that, like, we're on opposite ends of the... But if you listed, like, 10 things, what would we agree on? Nine of them? Most of them. 
Right. But so, yeah. but then the thing is like, oh no, like you are told by some outside thing that we're on opposite ends of this one. We agree on over 90% of the, how mm-hmm. could that be? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, hopefully that's not what you thought I meant. I'm just, we, I was talking about something specific, but like for the most part, we agree on just about everything. Right. But I'm even saying on the things just that about you, the, even the things that it's like, we disagree on you would think it's like oh rob stands only over here and casman stands only over here it's like, here's no. the thing in station 11 you would guys would be in the same community do you know what i mean we, because your values the are the community. same that's what i mean your values Probably are the same like you you but you're like your core of who you are and i think that that's what people are losing sight of like if you can disagree on and i'm not talking about obviously the bigger issues but i just think that there's no room for anybody to be human as well. Like, I think that there's obviously, like you're saying, this is very nuanced, but I, I think the there's bigger issues to be dealt with, but then there's other issues that I think are being dealt with the same way that is not right. I'm also really yeah. grateful for just going to New York for two months and getting to see my best friends of like 30 years, 25 years, 20 years, because it's like we sit, and we'll disagree on stuff. We might have debates on stuff, this. And then the conversation always ends with like, all right, I love you, man. Like, like a hug or like, hey, this is this pizza. Yeah, this has nothing to do with our friendship where I, I have to admit, and I'm not saying this is an L.A. thing or the people that I spend time with in L.A. It's like if a debate comes up in L.A., it's almost like, oh, we shouldn't talk about this. And it's like, why? Mm. You're you're my friend. Like you could say fucking anything about this thing. It's not going to like I, I don't base my friendships on who agrees with me because here's the deal here's what i was trying to get at if i have a disagreement with one of my friends who's been my best friend for a long time it's going to make me think about it a lot more than if i have a disagreement with an enemy and i go i don't fucking like that person anyway why am i going to go sit home and think about the conversation we just had for hours and go hey you know what yeah that is interesting what they said about this part and, and we look different ways we're like the problem now is everyone's always just arguing with their enemy so how likely are you to go home and go, you know, let me really sit and mm-hmm. think about it compared to if you're arguing with your best friend. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying about like people are face to face with people they would never normally interact with, you know, and that's all in part due to social media. And it's like normally you just interact with your best friends and like, yeah, you guys talk about stuff. You're supposed to disagree with stuff. And then like at the end of the day, there's no threat of like, I can't ever see you again, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or even at the heat of the argument, it's like, oh, is this going to stop our friendship? Like, there's none of that. Like, it's like, I don't give a fuck. I feel like I lack elegance when I and like articulation. When I talk about stuff like this, because I. I in my life in general, I come to a place where like. I don't judge anybody's opinions. I may disagree with them because I always know or feel like I understand that they're always coming from somewhere. Do you know what I mean? There's always a reason why people believe what they believe. And if you get in a healthy and constructive conversation, you can discover that. And then they don't necessarily become the enemy and it still could be wrong. And by the way, I mean, I I have to, I want to, explain again, like, obviously I'm not talking about issues that when it comes to like racism or like hurting other human beings or denouncing other human beings and their value and their worth. But when it, when it comes to just, you know, 
This is what I'm saying. I have a hard time talking about this, but I feel like you know what I'm trying to say. And see that what you're saying right here to me is like the big message, right? It's like we used to communicate with people we knew. So when you would communicate with me and you're trying to say this thing, you don't have to say these things because I know exactly what you're saying. When you say like, I'm not saying I support racism. I'm like, yeah, of course. Why do you even have to fucking say that? But now so much communication is done with people who are total strangers to you. There are there's this divisive thing that's going on in the country, in the world or wherever. So it's like you have to feel the need to say, hey, I'm not saying I support people who are racist. Like, yeah, no fucking shit. Like, you know what I mean? But the fact that you have to say that is is the the, the big issue, which is like, we're having a lot of communication that that no generations before us ever had with people who don't know us at all. And you would have encounters with people who you didn't know in generations before, but you would never sit and have two, three hour conversations or hear their conversations with other humans or this. So we're 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 in a time where we're facing something that people have never faced before. Yeah. I mean, I think there's on, on the flip side, there's an opportunity for people like-minded people to find each other, to help each other. Like there, there, there is that you possibly you wouldn't have in your own community that you, you didn't have access to, you know what I mean? That you can, you can now. Um, yeah, I have a full gang of people who cut their sandwiches sideways and we're fucking coming for you. Ian. What a fucking debate. By the way, can we also talk about that this pod started with you asking me which actress I would want to simulate oral sex with on Not screen so. and I now mean, here we are do it you would have to do it because i would be directing it and it would need to be real. <laughs> this is oh, and that's okay. that's what i love like you i left have, that part out there have been people and even some people whose opinions i respect where they were like yeah like i don't know maybe your podcast have some sort of structure or this i'm like what is what is like oh at 8 15 we're gonna talk about like rob got an std and like oh. like what like oh, oh. i i love no, no no not now i'm talking about back to the yeah. day but like I'm clean now, baby. But the, the uh, you know, just like I love that we go from like, all right, here's the first question. And now we're 45 minutes in and we're talking about that's, something. That's the best part of this pod, you know, and then I we'll feel like I'm going to get a lot it. of shit for the stuff I said, though, today, because I'm again, no. I'm not I'm not good. I'm well, not let's, well, let's good break it at down. communicating when I talk about stuff like this. I'm not. Let's break and it I, down. What part? What what do you think? that you can get shit for. Like, I feel like everything you said, I'm like, yeah, no shit. Like, of course, when people talk for hundreds of hours at a clip, you're going to be able to find things in there that they say that you disagree with, agree with. You're going to find things that were, they said that were just straight up wrong. Mm -hmm. And you're going to find, then you're going to find things where you go, oh, that's totally wrong. And a year later, you're going to go, oh shit. What that person said was totally right. And vice versa. Like you can't like, people want to judge like, everything on the internet and put it into like one little thing like this is right this is wrong this is no it's it's what we said there's fucking nuance there's the, it's like yeah there's I think every, I, any comedian that any of us like we could take a 10 second clip of them and put it on something and somebody could go wow that person how could you like that person how could you do and by the way like here's the thing right sometimes i think about it is like when i disagree with somebody or when i'm arguing with somebody or like i don't interact with strangers a lot because i'm not on social media but if i did it's like hey try and just imagine that person was in your family imagine that was a member of your family instead of this is me venting to a a human that i don't have a face to i don't mm-hmm. have a name i just have a screen name so they're all the same they just become like you're getting your thoughts out and you disagree with this name yeah yeah 
But yeah, I feel like we're getting a little, maybe we're getting a little too into it. It's getting a This was a good pod, you guys. We canceled Joe Rogan. We canceled Whoopi Goldberg. (laughs) Kristen Stewart. uh, Her and Jamie are hooking up in a new movie. All, all, what else? We love Station Eleven. Station Eleven. Oh, yeah. Do recommend it. I I did just watch um, Being the Ricardos. Have you seen this? One of your accents just came out. Bing, you bong, saw bing, it. Was bong, it good? Look, uh, they look crazy. They don't look like they, do. any, they don't look. Nicole Kidman looks bonkers, but she's got the voice down pat as Lucille Ball and the mannerisms are great. And uh, I thought the movie was a good it was a good movie. I wouldn't say it was fantastic, but it was good. Written by Aaron Sorkin, but like not his best work. Um, but I thought she did a, a great Lucy, but it was just one of those things where you're like, like such an interesting choice, right? You're it like, is. yeah, oh. Javier Bardem. Like I barely understand what he says because his voice is so deep and he's got an accent. Right. Um, but, uh, it, it was great. It was, it was a great, story. I feel like Nicole Kidman, just everything I ever see her in the first 15 minutes. I'm like, and then I'm like. Then bitch has in. committed so hard. She's so good. Yeah. She's then fucking amazing. In, right? She commits so fucking fully to anything she does yeah. that you literally are like, okay. Like when I was watching Nine Perfect Strangers, every time she came on screen, I'm like, this chick is insane. Yeah. She's out of her fucking mind. She, she's doing this Russian accent. Like, I'm not buying it. But somehow it worked. If you watch Being the Ricardos, she's this is actually a really good performance by her. In terms of like not doing an impression, but still like playing a character and uh, wow. doing a good job. You so know, impressed by her. What's crazy too is like um, Jamie, when because you're living in Texas, like when you travel, you notice the effects of COVID more, right? Where you're like, oh, here it's more. Like when you go to New York or when you go somewhere, you're like, oh shit, here it's a lot heavier and it's constantly on your mind. Where somewhere like Texas, it's it's you know it exists, but it's a lot less, right? Yes. I mean, a lot of my stress this past week and a half has been for my job, for my health, obviously, because I am more vulnerable than normal. But um, for my job, because I'm like, I don't want to get COVID and then delay them. You know what I mean? It's it, it it's it's so layered. It's and it's and it's funny because it's just like. You did nothing wrong if you got COVID, but it's just like, you can't help. Like my friend Odie was, and I were talking about it and she's like, oh girl, cause she had gotten it like in the fall. And I remember she had to text all of us that she tested positive the day after she had seen all of us. And she was like, Jamie, the COVID shame that I felt of having to like write that text mm-hmm. was like nothing I've ever felt before in my life. And like half the girls were like, oh my God, are you okay? Like, how are you feeling? Like, that was our first reaction. And then others were like, well, God, I wish you would have fucking told me that you had a stuffy nose the night before. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, kids, and and even with Jack this week, I'm like, kids got fevers all the time. And 24 hours later, if he was fine, I'd send him to school. But now I'm like, have to like panic and test him. Like even Jack was playing with his doctor's kit with me the other day. And he was like, okay, mommy, sit down. I'm going to give you your COVID test. I was like, what wow. a time. And he said, he's like, time. which one to the doctor today? He's like, which one is it? Are you going to tickle me or hurt my nose? Jeez. Yeah. 
it just listen, I, I love New York City more than anything. I really do. And being back there and anything, but I feel like being there, you go, wow, it's it really is. It's heavier here. It's heavier the people, it's it's heavier everything because it's like, man, these people were trapped. It like how you're trapped in your house right now. Like just these people were fucking trouble. I cannot in LA, imagine. Like, like I cannot can, imagine being trapped in a tiny apartment for months. And New York, I imagine, felt like if you just stepped outside, you were going to get it. I still, I know people who are older, who are vaxxed and boosted, who are still like, I don't, I don't go out. Like, I, I don't really like do stuff and this. And <sighs> like, wow. These, like, it's so fucked up. Like, you're just like, Jesus. Like, how do we, how do we cheer people up? That's it. No, it it's uh, <laughs> dire. The situation is dire, guys. And uh, the, your only cure is this podcast. So we appreciate you. Uh, we're going to, we're going to get to the bottom of if it's uh, Cass or Joe or, Tom or Joey Diaz. Yeah. Yep. You know, you know what I want to tease for next pod? So I had this idea I wanted to run by. And I'll guys. get stoned for the next pod so I don't get so serious. Let's Sorry. bring her oh, back. I love no, it. No, we I really yeah, appreciated like everything you had to say today. You know, Thanks, you need Cass. a place to be an outlet. Here's what I, I think. know, but you know. Here's what I think. Sometimes I just forget that like we're putting this out there and like people are gonna listen to it. Do you That's know what, what I mean? Like I just, just feel like I'm like talking. talking to you guys. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's a, the magic so, of our pod too. Sometimes, and then um, yeah, what I was thinking we could tease for next week is here's what I'm thinking because I think it would be fun if what if we because I I was trying like not to really date like I wanted to come back to to LA and get back in the groove. I was like you know I had COVID, I lost a bunch of weight. I wanted to get back into like the gym. This what if together on the pod we fill out my dating profile. So you know how they have like the This proms? makes me so happy. She's so horny for this. Yeah, Absolutely. Amy. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And I'm going to yeah. drink a coffee before the next Does that one, include so photos? Like, Does that include no, no, photos? No, the photos are, I, I only have six photos of myself. So there's not many <laughs> to I have from. some of you. You're in my people. So are well, you, Cassie, yeah. in my phone. Do you yeah, ever you look too. at your people? And sometimes it's like, Cutter actually sent this to me today. He has all his people. And then there's some like, random little girl that went to preschool <laughs> with Bo. He's like, why is this fucking <laughs> Yeah, I have this random guy my people, from like This random baby? Like, who is this baby? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's every baby. She's been missing from years. <laughs> Okay, great. That's great. I look forward to helping you get back out there. Yeah, because there's like these prompts, you know, it's like my friends know yeah. me for or like right. we'll we're the same oh, type fine. of weird if I or we'll like, you know, this. this is crazy. Yeah. So I think also, could- yeah, if we if we do a whole dating uh, app pod, we can do another dating profile. If you're listening to this every once yes. in a while, we'll take your dating profiles. Just screen cap your dating profile, uh, DM, uh, DM us on Instagram. And uh, we'll give you tips and things that we like about your profile. Because I want to say mine is zero effort put in. And literally the first line is like, if you drink or love to party, we won't get along. Like, so I'm just like, hey, I'm no fun. Like, you know, because I'm like, I don't care about I'm not like the plane emoji with the. Yeah, don't don't travel. Just the the plane coming in, (laughs) not the one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Coming landed home house yeah i just can't you know Great. i can't I, I i can't be bothered to like fill out a pro and also because like you know i'm like oh what well, I, I gotta like sell myself here like like oh, just yeah, a little bit yeah 
Yeah, just a I'm, little bit. I don't, I don't, you don't I, have to like most people do because you're a celebrity, but I think you, you want to show them that you're, you have a little bit of life in you. Yeah. Yeah. But I, we can, we will fill it out together and I'll get, I'll get like, uh, you know, like six questions and we can figure out which ones we like the best and blah, blah, blah. Yep. And, um, uh, we, we we're letting some emails, uh, stock up. So if you want to email us at askpajamapants at gmail.com, we are getting emails and we will uh, read them on the pond. We're on Instagram. Jamie and I are on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, so is Pajama Pants. Rob is off the grid. Yeah. Shout out to Charlotte. That's shout out to say. Charlotte. And uh, that's another episode in the bank, Jammies. We'll see you in the next one.